This episode of the Jukebox Podcast is help made possible by Plectone. That is P-L-E-C-T-O-N-E. You can find them at Plectone.com. They're a small but growing guitar products company dedicated to one simple goal, helping you create great music. Their guitar pick product is called the Double Pulse. It has two picks combined with this soft, unique rubber coupler, and it's the most fascinating thing I've played as a guitarist. I absolutely love my Plectones. One thing I always tell listeners of this program is that we do not have sponsors on the Jukebox unless we believe in what they're doing and we want to see them succeed. And we want to see Plectone succeed because they are awesome guitar picks. The holidays are over, but listen, you should still get these for that wonderful guitarist in your life. They come in a couple different sizes, and you can order them on Plectone's website. And the best part is, is that if you bundle a couple of them together, you'll save a couple bucks along the way. We sincerely appreciate Plectone's support. The show couldn't happen without them. And go check them out. They are worth taking a look at. Enjoy the program. You've got the jukebox. Be the machine to turn the wheel. You're listening to the jukebox, your monthly dose of the very best indie music around. Please welcome your host, Brett Stewart. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Brett Stewart, and you are indeed listening to another episode of the Jukebox Podcast. This is our show for December 25th, 2016. That's right, it is our last main show for the year of 2016. Man, that's amazing, isn't it? We've been doing this show for almost two years now. Really quite incredible, because I think people forget that when you look at our feed and it says episode 17 or 18... There's a whole lot more than that because I only include these main monthly episodes in that listing. So there's all the the roundtables and the exclusive interviews we've done over the years. Really cool stuff. Uh, So at the top of the show, I do want to thank all of you for sticking with the jukebox and growing our audience. It's been a complete pleasure being um, the center of this wonderful community where people send me emails both as artists and fans It really means a lot to me. Now, today is Christmas. That's right. I love this show so much that I will not take a day off. It's due on the 25th. It's going to come out on the 25th, though we're doing this late in the evening, so I'm sure most of you will get it on the 26th and throughout the rest of the week. And it's also my birthday. That's right. My birthday's Christmas. So uh, I really love this show. Doing it on Christmas, doing it on my birthday. We got to make it happen because the Jukebox podcast comes out on the 25th of every month. This month, we have a really phenomenal show. Really, really phenomenal. And first of all, if there's a little bit of echo in my voice, that's because I made a mobile studio. I'm traveling right now. I'm in Denver. Typically, we broadcast and pre-record from Chicago. But I am traveling for the holidays. I brought all my equipment with me, got patted down by the TSA because they thought I had a bomb in my bag when it was really a bunch of mixers. That was fun. I appreciate them. They're doing their job doing it well. But 
I brought it all with me specifically so I could do this show, so I could do Geek Cinema Society, so I could do all those other wonderful programs. It's very important to me. Now, this month, we have a great, great lineup of music. I would actually argue, and I know I say this every month, this is the best lineup of music we have had this year. Or at least within the realm of it. It's amazing. We have some phenomenal music you're going to hear. We're going to play a couple Christmas songs. I couldn't do a show on Christmas and not play some Christmas songs, but I do want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas, a very happy Hanukkah, if that's what you celebrate. I believe Hanukkah is the the first night tonight, I believe. And any other holiday you celebrate, it, winter solstice, Kwanzaa, whatever it is you celebrate, or if you don't celebrate anything, I hope you're having a wonderful Sunday. Because this is a time of year that is very, very special, and we can look back on all these artists and the wonderful work they've done, and I think that's very important, especially in the light of a music industry that is constantly losing so many of the people that have inspired the artists you're going to hear tonight. In fact, today, about six hours ago, we lost George Michael. And uh, so our thoughts are with, obviously, George Michael's family. When you die in your early 50s, that's gone too soon. Gone uh, way, way too soon. But let's turn to some happier vibes, right? It's Christmas. The New Year's coming up. 2016's finally over. Thank goodness. We're going to play some wonderful artists for you this month. And as always, the jukebox promise, I'm going to throw it out there because it's, it's of utmost importance to me. We're going to play rock and hip-hop and blues and R&B and folk music and jazz music, all these different styles. And what I encourage you to do as a listener is please listen to whatever we throw in front of you in this episode and any episode we've previously done and will do into the new year because that's the jukebox promise. Never will we play anything less than exceptional. So it's your job to open up your mind. It's my job to find that mind-opening <laughs> music to present it to you in a cohesive and curated format because the independent music community is so difficult to trudge through and find anything good. And that's what I do every single month, and it's my pleasure to do it. So if you don't like hip-hop or if you don't like rock or if you don't like jazz, whatever it is we're playing, I implore you to open up your mind to it because you may discover something you love. I try to play things that are more accessible. So if, for example, we're going to play some jazz later in the program, and I think it's very accessible jazz, almost bordering on the line of pop. So I implore you to open up your mind to that. Our first artist this month, December 25th, 2016, the final jukebox of the year is Aztec. That is just A-Z-T-E-C. And they're a four-piece rock outfit from Canada. They've recently put out their sophomore studio endeavor. It's an EP titled Black Art and Star Charts. Their previous release, 2014's Stitches, was a catalyst for the band to rise to a notable level of prominence in the Canadian indie rock community. I love these guys. This is a really great EP. I implore you to check out the entirety of it. But in the meantime, we're going to play two songs from it, the first of which is Southern Brother. Check it out. Aztec. Sweet before 
I gotta say, Aztec reminds me a little bit of Wilco, uh, when Wilco gets a bit more rock and roll, because uh, I know they've had their experimental periods and their folk periods, and they're kind of in the middle of both of those right now. But Aztec does have a sound that's reminiscent of some of the earlier Wilco records. We're going to play another song from that EP. Again, that EP is called Black Art and Star Charts, and this is the title track off that EP. And also, I do want to throw out there, we are going to have a Jukebox Roundtable uh, right here at the end of the month to talk about our music and review. We're going to talk about our best albums of the year, maybe our worst albums of the year. It's going to be a lot of fun. I forgot to mention that in the beginning, but you should keep an eye out for that. It'll be in our feed. Check out Aztec, Black Art, and Star Charts.
That was Aztec. Again, you heard two songs from them, the first being Southern Brother and the second being Black Art and Star Charts, and that's off the album Black Art and Star Charts. I would very much recommend checking them out online. They got some really cool music, but to move along and play an entirely different artist with an entirely different style, we're going to hear Brielle Von Hugel. That name is spelled B-R-I-E-L-L-E, Von, and then Hugel is H-U-G-E-L. She's a vocalist and songwriter based out of New York City, and earlier this month she released her latest endeavor, a single entitled Naked. Now this powerhouse track arose out of her desire to create uh, an inspirational track for young women. Now, I must confess, I am hesitant with anything inspirational, because in order to do a good inspirational track, you have to be original, you have to have a sound kind of unto yourself that is not copycat of another inspirational track. You have to have a message that is vague enough to apply to many people, but specific enough to really be impactful and poignant. And if you don't do those things, you run the risk of very easily descending in the territory of the cliche. And I see that a lot. I see that a lot. And I don't think Brielle does that at all. I think she avoids it entirely. Now, this song, Naked, I think is really beautiful because it's all about this societal expectation of how women growing up in particular are supposed to carry themselves in terms of spending 40 minutes in the morning getting ready and always wearing makeup and looking a certain way because you saw a model looking that way. And I can't, I can't necessarily relate to that growing up as a young man, uh, but I, I've seen that. And I think that that can be a really toxic culture, especially when we're bogged down in a very consumeristic culture, which, of course, we have seen uh, this Christmas season as we do every Christmas season. So I think messages like this are very important. They're very honest and very real, very authentic. And that's what Brielle is. Check out Naked. stuck with these mistakes I've made wouldn't show the world who I really was so I just went along and fell out of touch you picked me up and I Show every flaw, every scar I've been 
understood Now every single inch of me Is changed for good You gave me your soul And I let you in So I bet my bones And let love begin I can't be naked Naked with you Now I can show Brielle von Hugel, the song Naked. And as I was listening to it again there, I realized that Brielle did a fine job of incorporating the inspirational side of it and then also coupling that with a ballad. Uh, It is a love song because essentially what she's singing about is how she has found somebody who has let her shed whatever, whatever mask she has been forced to wear for whatever reason. And with that person, she can really be herself, be, you know, naked. Uh, and I think that's really beautiful. I think that's a song that a lot of people can learn something from. And of course, you don't need to find anybody to be uh, metaphorically naked and be comfortable in your own skin. Whatever that is for you in your life, whether it be music or the arts or something you love, dedicating yourself to it can really help you break out of that shell and be whoever you want to be and all those great, wonderful things. I think Brielle does a really beautiful job with it. We're going to move along to Jacob Didas, that is, uh, or Didas, that is Jacob, and then the last name is D-I-D-A-S. He is a 27-year-old producer, writer, and recording artist currently based in Hawaii. Uh, Didas is currently working as an army officer and a psychiatric nurse, and he has released his debut album. It's called Lucid. Now, Jacob really blew my mind. I gotta tell you, when this came across my desk, I was truly and utterly blown away. This is a 27-year-old guy, and this is his first album. Typically, if you're an independent artist nowadays, you've already put out some music before then. I'm seeing stuff across my desk from people who are very young, myself included. I put out my first record when I was like 14. It wasn't good. Don't go back and listen to it. But my point is that a lot of these people release a lot of music 
over many years, and then they grow into something that is really strong, and they, they hone their craft. Now, Jacob, 27 years old, he comes out of the gate with this record, Lucid, and it's phenomenal. It's one of the best independent hip-hop records I've ever heard. Really, from beginning to end, you should go listen to Lucid, especially if you like what I'm going to play here. So I have to hand it to him because the production is excellent. The lyricism is is excellent. The experimentation is superb. He's using brass sections and jazz musings and electric guitars and and rock beats and all sorts of stuff, just jamming it into this record in a surprisingly coherent way. So we're going to play two songs off Lucid. The first is called Homebound. Again, this is Jacob Didas. Check it out. Like intuition, what a blessing and the key that all the people on the planet seem to be missing. I'm leading right. 
relate to the image flight I've been giving no more repetition, man, please go and create your own Stay in your own zone, on your own throne Gotta come down, find in the unknown and let it all go like Either way, I'm running in like time as it froze down Take a minute, slow down, see this life that we chose now I love that song and I love this album again that was Jacob Didas and the song was Homebound we're going to play another song off the record the record is called Lucid and this next song is called Flight and I want to make note of the amount of complex instrumentation that goes into Jacob's work you heard brass sections there you had a rock beat as I as I said before and a pop influence that is sensible but complex enough for him to weave a really intricate and elegant message through his lyricism and obviously he's a clean lyricist which helps me out because there is a there's a line <laughs> that I typically cannot cross here on the jukebox and I try my best to keep this a family friendly program so it's great when I get hip hop that's like this we're going to play another song again it's called flight check it out <laughs> Damn. The 
That's the world we're living in, so that's what I was given And gotta pay me dividends, no I cannot change amidst All part of the master plan, falling hard, they try to stand Who is there to lend a hand to pull you out of illusion? Think you're missing the message, man, it's going for your minds This season, like you should fly away on the mound I'm you got free, I'm like it's a hideaway Can't touch me now, no see when this is a power play Mind is a jungle, think your mind is a disarray I love that song. I love Lucid as a record. Go check it out. You can actually download it over on Datpiff uh, entirely for free, which is really cool and totally worth your time. I know Jacob's probably doing a whole lot of good as a psychiatric nurse, but uh, he did a lot of good for me with that record because I had a really intense, hectic last month. Uh, it's been a lot of work outside of podcasting, all the other different things that I do, and uh I Lucid has been a record that I have just turned on and has really de-stressed me. It's really done a lot of good for me. I love it. Check them out. We're going to move along to some Christmas music. It is Christmas after all, and I want to preface this with a couple things. First of all, I've played quote-unquote Christian music on the program before. Typically, I've done it in the form of gospel. I think gospel is a art that you can look at and remove the religion entirely from it, and then it's essentially just soul and R&B music done really, really, really well. <laughs> and you wouldn't have those two genres without it either. In fact, you wouldn't have a lot without gospel. 
And one of my problems with the contemporary Christian scene, if you want to move into the more modern interpretation of gospel, is that I think a lot of it sounds exactly the same. I, I, I really does. I feel like I turn on uh, K-Love, which is a radio station across the country that plays contemporary Christian. And I feel like I'm hearing the same song over and over in just different just different tempos. <laughs> and And the lyricism is just reversed a little bit around, around these same exact themes. And I've struggled with that a little bit, and that's one of the reasons I really don't play it on this program, because I don't think it has any extraordinarily useful creative energy coming out of that scene. But there are exceptions, and for me, that exception has always been Adam Lane Fisher. I've reviewed his music before, I've spent a lot of time with it, and he does the quote-unquote contemporary Christian, but it's mixed with all sorts, all sorts of other influences. Uh, there's punk in there. There's there's some traditional gospel, but it's impacted with a lot of pop to make it very accessible, but not too watered down. It's very soulful, very emotional. He's a great, great song interpreter, and he's a great songwriter. Now, his new effort is uh, Adam Lane Fisher and the Downtown Revival Band. Their debut studio album just came out. It's a 10-track collection of Christmas songs called Our Savior Has Come, the outfit uh, which leads worship every Sunday at a mainline denominational Church is a rotating lineup of musicians dedicated to connecting their congregation with their faith through engaging music each week. And I don't want to scare off anyone who doesn't like quote-unquote Christian music because these are just Christmas songs. And I and I struggled with Christmas songs for a while too because I thought they all sounded the same and I thought I'd heard them all before. And then I kind of figured it out. I picked up the Phil Spector Christmas record a couple years ago. Go check that out if you've never listened to it. It's arguably the best Christmas record of all time. And it really turned me on to it because I realized like, yeah, these songs are are happy and they're joyful and they bring a lot of love and light into people's lives. And that's something that we all need. And if you interpret them in interesting ways and you create interesting artistic avenues to interpret them, you can really do some amazing things. And I think Adam Lane Fisher does a great job with that with his band, The Downtown Revival. We're going to play two of their songs. One of them is an interpretation of a classic Christmas song I'm sure you've all heard before, and then we're going to play an original song on their record as well. The first song is Joy to the World, even if you do not subscribe to any sort of faith, or not this faith, I don't really care. To be frank, I don't really either, but it's good Christmas music, and it's Christmas, so check it out. Joy to the World.
Again, that was Adam Lane Fisher and the song Joy to the World uh, and his band Downtown Revival. I really love what they're doing there, and I hope people don't misinterpret my earlier comments on contemporary Christian music. It's just not a genre I see a lot of experimentation within, and uh, it excites me when I see people like Adam creating great Christmas music, because come on, Joy to the World, it's the most published Christmas hymn ever. Uh, You can't not at least appreciate it, and I think he does a wonderful, wonderful job of reinterpreting it in a new way, uh, which is hard to do when you have a song like that that people have heard over and over and over. We're going to play another song from Adam Lane Fisher and the Downtown Revival Band. This is also off Our Savior Has Come. It's called Peace on Earth, Follow Your Star. I think it's a great message to have here as we close out the year. Check it out. Enjoy some more holiday music.
was Adam Lane Fisher, the song Peace on Earth, Follow Your Star. That new record of theirs is really quite good. Uh, I picked Joy to the World earlier on because I thought it was a really fresh and innovative take on a classic song. And again, that's difficult to do. And I thought it was really rocking and had a lot of a lot of in, in intensity to it. But they have a bunch of other really great Christmas songs on that record. So even though the season is now passing, uh, I would still recommend having that in your collection, especially for, for next year. It's going to come up pretty quick. Now, as long as we're talking about peace on earth and following your star and all those sappy things, I'm going to get up on my soapbox here a little bit. It's a one mic show. I can do that. No one, no one's going to shut me up. Uh, <laughs> and I do want to talk a little bit about the impact that music can have on people's lives. We all love music. That's the reason I do this show. That's the reason I write music. That's the reason I perform. That's the reason uh, I hope you listen to this show. And I think sometimes we forget about the deep emotional impact that music can have on people in different times of their lives. I've talked on this program about the way music got me through bad breakups, the way music got me through tragedies, and, and, and also music that has gotten me through wonderful things in my life. And I think all of you have stories like that. And for the last two years, uh, or coming up on two years of this January or February, I've been volunteering with an organization called Sharing Notes in Chicago. Um, before I get any emails, this is not a paid slot of any sort for Sharing Notes. In fact, they don't even know I'm rambling about them in the middle of this podcast, so I'll send it to them after the fact and hope that they're cool with it. Uh, <laughs> but I've been volunteering with them for quite a long time. And they're an organization, uh, why don't I read their mission statement here, connecting young professional classically trained musicians, I'm not classically trained, but whatever, with audiences who most benefit from the transformative power of intimate, interactive musical performances. Sharing Notes provides 90 performances each year, over 90, in four Chicago area medical facilities. Uh, and they have served over uh, 3,500 hospital patients and their family members over the years. I believe that number is much greater now, now, when I started the sharing notes, I was a freshman in college. I was I now I'm, now I'm graduating here shortly, uh, and what I what I was not expecting coming into it was the deep emotional impact that my music would have on people. I thought that it would be great for passing the time for people because it is hard to be in a hospital room. It's hard to be stuck there. It's difficult. And I thought that, you know, yeah, bringing music into that setting can can pass the time for people and make them forget where they are for a little while. And that's true. It does do that. But it does something more than that. And I learned that very early on. And it continues to amaze and astound and humble me every single time I go and I volunteer for sharing notes. I volunteered for quite a long time in the cancer ward. And that's a difficult crowd. Uh, there's a lot of sirens going off. There's a lot of people running around. It's not exactly a very peaceful ward, but it's a very difficult ward. I will never forget the very first time I volunteered at Sharing Notes and uh, this family was there with their with their young daughter, um, one of the youngest patients I've seen in the cancer wards because typically I play for adults and she was kind of out of it. Uh, she was she was asleep uh, and, or or uh, in some capacity, just not there. And her whole family was with her. And this is one of those Spanish families where um, everybody was there. Uh, grandma was there. Grandpa was there. They were all there in this big giant room. 
This is the first time I had ever done this. I was really scared out of my mind. I didn't want to mess up a note. I didn't want to uh, play the wrong song. That I still run into that now. And uh, and I go in there with, with, the, with the lovely uh, sharing notes volunteer that's helping me maneuver my first time there. And they just said, play something soft. Just play something soft. Uh, and, I, and I played Pale Blue Eyes, a Lou Reed song. And I, I don't know if anyone in that room had ever heard that song before. I would actually venture to argue they probably hadn't. But I, it really meant a lot to them. It really blew my mind. They came up afterward, and the father just, you know, shook my hand and said, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then uh, the mother came up, and the grandmother came up. And it really was emotional for me, because while their daughter was asleep, my music brought some peace to them around, around their daughter, which was, ugh, uh, I can't imagine how difficult it was to be in that ward. And then later, uh, before I left, the same father asked me to uh, play an old Mexican uh, ballad of some sort. I really had never heard it before. We just pulled it up on my phone, and I struggled through it and just kind of pieced together the chords as best as I knew how. And he softly sang to his daughter, and that was one of the greatest experiences I've ever had because I was able to provide that moment for them. And there's a lot of organizations that do this all across the, uh, the country, not just sharing notes. And I think that that's very, very, very important. If you have that gift to share it with other people and also to recognize how important it is. There have been so many times where I have played for people in those hospitals and they've said to me, you know, I just, I, I've been here for X, Y, Z. It could be a week. It could be three months. It could be a year. And I don't hear music anymore. So thank you for bringing that here. I I go up and I'll, and I'll play gospel or folk or blues or what have you. I try to take requests. I have gotten Sweet Home Alabama way too many times. Way too many. Okay, diatribe. Sweet Home Alabama is an awful song. No, not a good song. But people request it of me, and I am joyful to bring that to them because it's a song they enjoy. It's a song they remember. Maybe they have fond memories for it, and I can bring that to them if they request it, and they usually do. I don't know what it is about that song. But that's what's important. That's what's important about it is that there are those songs that mean the world to us, and even just the genres and the artists. I had an old woman two months ago request Willie Nelson, and that was that was great. She didn't know if I could play Willie Nelson for her, being the young green young man I am. And I said, "Oh no, I can play the Willie. <laughs> I can play the Willie. I love Willie Nelson." And uh, as I said that at the top of the, me reading that sharing notes mission, I am certainly not classically trained. I come into these wards and I play the Beatles and I play Nick Lowe and Bob Dylan, uh, copious amounts of Bob Dylan, whenever I can get away with it. I play a lot of different types of music. I take as many requests as I can. And uh, last time I was there, which was just about two weeks ago, played a lot of Christmas music, uh, which was, again was different for me as someone who does not play a lot of Christmas music. But goodness, will I tell you how much that made a difference for people. We had one guy uh, who turned to me, you know, and, and the volunteer that was with me, and, and she was singing with me as well. Uh, wonderful voice. I did not know she had, but I digress. And he turns and says, you know, yeah, if you guys are singing here all day, if you guys are playing here all day, I'd get better a whole lot quicker. I think that's so important. So I guess what I'm getting at, the deep-seated emotional context of this soapbox is that music is more than just an art. It's more than just something to enjoy. It is something that changes lives. It is something that empowers people. It is something that can can bring you peace 
in your worst hour and your best hour. And in those hospitals, I've seen it time and time and time and time again. Now I perform in a cardiac ward, which is much more peaceful than a cancer ward. Uh, you know, there's a lot, a lot of people waiting for heart transplants. There's people uh, who are recovering from some sort of surgery in that regard uh, all across the board. And that's a more peaceful ward. There's not quite as much running around. And in that particular capacity, I've had the opportunity to come into people's rooms and and play music for them and talk with them and meet them and and figure out what their favorite music was and what they what they grew up listening to. Three, four months ago, I had a a woman request Frank Sinatra, an older woman, because that was what she played. And I and I really love playing for older patients. It's great. I listen to the same music they do. <laughs> and I don't think they expect that. So I could play the I could play Frank Sinatra. I actually played one that Bob Dylan covered on his last record. There you go. I was able to slip Dylan in there and she didn't even notice. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm getting at, is that this art means the world. It really does. And I hope that when you listen to these these songs on the jukebox, and when you go and explore these mu- musicians elsewhere, if you yourself are a musician, and I'm playing your music, or I'm playing music of a colleague or a friend, I hope that you can remember the power of it, that it really does change the world in more ways than one, and that's not just a cliche. And... Remember that there are organizations like Sharing Notes that are bringing that to people. I'll do a little shameless plug and say that you can donate on their website. And if, if you're looking for something to donate to this, uh, this holiday season, that goes to good use. That gets sheet music. That gets you know people transported to play for kids. My Before last week, my most recent performance for Sharing Notes was at the Children's Hospital Holiday Party. I'd never played for kids for sharing notes, and I don't know if I could do it again. God bless the people who do it, because it's hard. Uh, And I I love doing it because I was able to bring some fun atmosphere into that setting, and I was able to get a bunch of kids dancing to All You Need Is Love. What else do you want in life? If you can bring joy to people who are having a hard time in the holidays with a Beatles song, that really is the perfect thing. Uh, You can't ask for anything more than that. So yeah, music, it's great. It means a lot. That's why I'm here to play it for you every single month. I hope you got something out of that soapbox, whatever it might be. <laughs> I know I am prone to get on my soapbox once in a blue moon, but again, one mic podcast. That is the beauty of it. We're going to move along, play another artist. Her name is Suzanne Galbraith. Uh, I hope I pronounced that. Uh, Galbraith, probably. Suzanne. Uh, last name is G-A-L-B-R-A-I-T-H. She's a Seattle-based singer-songwriter. Her sophomore EP that came out a little while ago is called Some Freedom. She reminds me a little bit of Mavis Staples, maybe a little bit of Nora Jones. Uh, We're going to play two songs off that EP, and this one is called A Better You. Check it out. Suzanne Galbraith. I 
Take her away Go have your perfect And sweet wedding day But I'd like to see In years to come If you think that girl Is still the one But then you'll I have the Beatles on my mind, I do want to throw out there the very beginning of Suzanne's song, that bass riff. That's very clearly an homage to the Beatles. Uh, that's Oh Darling, uh, with the exception of the last three notes of that bass riff. That's the same descending riff. Uh, great song. Go listen to Oh Darling uh, on Abbey Road. But in any case, I digress. Uh, I was introduced to Suzanne's music when she was writing pop music. She had recently released a pop single. She was broadening her horizons. Uh, she was playing music to expand to a broader audience. All those good things. And it was a good pop song. I enjoyed it. I thought it was well executed. But then I went back and listened to some freedom and I said, Whoa, you're a you're a songwriter and, and vocalist who can really jam pack emotion into your music, and that's very special. And I think she's so, so, so talented. And I hope in the future, whatever she decides to pursue, that type of music, that soul and R and B type style, or uh or pop, whatever it is, I hope she brings that same soul. And I don't mean soul as a genre, I mean soul as a feeling into her music, because that is really just jam-packed with emotion, and I love that. We're going to play one more song off that record. Again, it is called Some Freedom, and this song is You Say. Check it out, Suzanne Galbraith. You felt a spark You never knew Could happen to you You said that you couldn't help But be under my spell You know me
Suzanne is one hell of a vocalist. Goodness, she can really bring it. Uh, check that record out. Again, it is called Some Freedom, and you can find all of her music. Suzanne Galbraith. I would recommend listening to her new music, too, because it's good. She's putting out great stuff. Uh, we're going to move along to an artist named Corey Turner. Uh, Corey is spelled with an E, so C-O-R-E-Y. Uh, his song is called Spreading Hope. He's from Jackson, Tennessee. Uh, He's a brand new artist. Soon he's going to start doing shows. And right now he is focused on creating his first album that is on the horizon. It doesn't have a release date, but you can keep tabs on him, Corey Turner, to see when it comes out. Now, with this music, it doesn't have a lot of doesn't have a lot of depth to it (laughs) necessarily i don't think i'm out turn in saying that uh it's very lyrically simple but i like it because sometimes you just need a pop song that is snappy that is intense and that has a beat that is really unique and and excellent and i think Corey does that and you need music like that you can't just listen to burdensome emotional music sometimes you need songs like this spreading hope and that's exactly what it does check it out uh cory turner Here it is. Over my head I see a better life that was meant for me. And under my feet I put those whirly waves that was killing me. Over my head I see a better life that was meant for me. And under my feet I put those whirly waves that was killing me. I'd actually argue that song is more of a dance song than anything. It even has the dub, you know, ascending rise in the middle of it. And it's it's simple and, and it's it's fun. And, you know, I don't play a lot of that on the program. Quite frankly, a lot of the stuff that comes across my desk uh, in that vein is not very good. But I thought that was fun. I thought it was well done. And sometimes you just need that in the middle of the Jukebox podcast. Again, that was Corey Turner. And the song was Spreading Hope. 
I think it might be called The Better Life, uh, which would make sense considering that's one of the only you know, sets of words in the song. Uh, but it is in his set, Spreading Hope, so it's one of those two. That's right, bringing you quality podcasting here. In any case, check him out, Corey Turner. We're going to move along to our final artist of the jukebox, uh, which is our final artist for 2016. They're called The Jazz Thieves. Uh, their brand new album is, is out. It's their debut album. It's called uh, Brooklyn Eulogy. And their saxophone player is uh, Ayumi Ashito, who I had played last month on the program. And I don't repeat artists. I make a point to do that. And if I do repeat an artist, there are several months in between. But just because Ayumi is in this outfit doesn't necessarily mean it's just her. In fact, I would argue the Jazz Thieves present an entirely different style of music than what I played with just her music last month, which is why I'm electing to play this. We're going to play two songs from these guys to close it out, and this is the jazz outfit I mentioned at the top of the program that I think incorporates enough accessibility to really be enjoyable, even for those of you who may not really enjoy jazz. Check out this first song. It's called I'm Hopeful. Much luck with love She came from above And I think that I'm just Slightly hopeful I just walked aside Then she went away Found no way to stay Just when I was so
find the love I see Maybe this time That was the Jazz Thieves and their song, I'm Hopeful. Again, that's off their debut album, Brooklyn Eulogy. We're going to play one more song from them. It's called, You'll Turn Out Okay. And maybe that's a good message, a good song title to end uh, the main jukebox for December, our final one of the year. You'll Turn Out Okay. It's been a hard year. It's been a rough year, right? A lot of people have died. You're probably like me and a lot of your idols have passed away. Perhaps unexpectedly in the past year, rest in peace, David Bowie and Leonard Cohen. <laughs> Those really hit me hard. Uh, and maybe someone you don't like was elected president. Maybe your country decided to leave the European Union. I don't know. All I'm saying is that we've had a lot of protests this year. A lot of people have died. Uh, there's been a lot of divisive stuff happening in American culture and on the world stage. It's been a year qu- quite unlike any other. And maybe... The best message I can send you all out on is you'll turn out okay. It'll all be okay in the end. Uh, So check it out. The Jazz Thieves, everybody.
That was the Jazz Thieves, and you'll turn out okay is the song. That's going to do it. I think that's a wrap. Man, what a year, everybody. What a year. I want to send my thanks again to all of you who listen to this program, to all of you who email. Again, you can do that jukeboxpodcast at gmail.com. You can submit music to us and look on our website on how to do that because there is a, a process. Uh, or you can send me your thoughts. Send me uh, if there's something you like, something you didn't like. If you want to talk about music, I am here to do that. The best part of this show for me, aside from making it, is interacting with the audience after the fact. Uh, and I've had a great experience doing that this year. So I want to thank all of you. Uh, it really means the world to me uh, that you all spend an hour and a half, two hours, three hours listening to me ramble every month and uh, hopefully exposing you to some really exciting new music. So thank you. It's been a wonderful 2016. And as I said, this is not technically our last show. This is our last main program, the ones that come out on the 25th. But uh, you will get another roundtable at the end of this month, hopefully here in the next uh, four or five days. That'll be in the feed. And we're going to talk about a year in review, some of the best albums of the year, some of the worst albums of the year. Uh, And then obviously we're going to throw some more evergreen music news in there, as we always do. You're not going to want to miss that. It's basically our New Year special. Uh, and then, of course, next month we'll be back on the 25th uh, and probably before that with another roundtable. So stay subscribed to the feed, however you do it. And one quick shameless plug out there uh, or shameless advice. If you enjoy the show, if you get something out of it, head on over to iTunes. Leave us some stars. If you hate me, leave one star. Um, hopefully you won't do that. If you like it, leave us more stars. I'm not going to tell you how many stars to leave. It's up to you, (laughs) but it seriously does help when our listeners go and convey uh, how they feel about the program over there. Uh, And always, again, uh, jukeboxpodcast at gmail.com, jukeboxpodcast.com is where you can find our back catalog. And of course, we are on all major podcatchers, all that good stuff, blah, blah, blah. Most importantly, uh, thank you to you. Thank you to our sponsor, Plectone. Again, that's P-L-E-C-T-O-N-E. Those guitar picks are awesome. Go check them out. I would not be talking about them every month if I didn't believe in them, if I didn't think they were cool. And you know what? They make this show happen because uh, this is a this is an endeavor of love. It's a labor of love. Basically, my sponsors just pay my overhead. And even then, uh, it doesn't quite cover that just because I, I love doing this program. So check out Plectone because those are really cool picks. That's going to do it for me. Thanks so much, and we'll see you again in a couple days with a roundtable, and then again on January 25th with a main episode. It's been a pleasure. Follow me on Twitter, at RiversRubin. I'll talk to you soon. The Jukebox Podcast is available on all platforms and podcast directories. Visit the show at jukeboxpodcast.com for more content, or email us at thejukeboxpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoy the Jukebox podcast, please consider rating it on the iTunes store or in the podcast directory of your choice.